Hey friends, it's Jim and Lynn here again on an, yet another snowy day in April. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota's known for those. We can't get over snowy days in April. And uh, yet uh, we're warm on the inside here and we've been spending a fair bit of time going over this survey that we've talked to you about. And uh, we've, we've really dug in and we've heard so many stories, so many difficult sets of circumstances, so many really hard things really. Yeah, lots of stuff. Some you'd expect, job loss, sick, sick elders, trapped in small spaces with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but one particularly struggling child is often a situation for families and sibling fights and marriage fights. Yeah, we've had our share of those. <laughs> Get a little easier to be snippy these days. There's healthcare workers who are going out and then worried about bringing uh, sickness back to the home. Uh, and then uh, something that showed up pretty commonly is that a lot of you, for the first time, are experiencing homeschooling and uh, a lot of pressure around that because you didn't get to pick your own curriculum or your own way of doing this. So you're you're being told by the schools what to do. And maybe some of us will come out of this with a little better appreciation for our teachers. Um <laughs> But we're worried about our impact on our loved ones and long-term impact on our kids and economics in general and our personal finances. Um, And there's a lot of stuff that you are feeling stressed about. Mm -hmm. But there are also bright spots that people have told us about. Yeah, quite a few. Um, And families just making the best of it, finding more time to slow down and be together, go outside and play. and parents really digging into God's word and clinging harder than um, to faith than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, so in these bright spots, we're also um, just so conscious that all of us together are going through a crisis, an unprecedented crisis. And we know that when we're in crisis, the things that are built most deeply in us come out. And some of that's good and some of that's bad. And I was I was talking, Lynn and I were talking earlier today, and I, I was like, gosh, there, there, um, there's such a high consciousness I have these days about my sin and my crabbiness and my selfishness and how I want things to be to, to be working out better for me. And I, I don't think collectively as well as I could, and I don't think about other people the way that I might. And, um, you know, I think that, that as, as we're aware of this selfishness, we have an opportunity to beat ourselves up for it. Uh, or to recognize, hey, we're sinners, we need God's grace uh, to be more dependent and to dig in to our dependence on the Lord and recognize that, that we're created in God's image to, to experience his goodness and to do good works. Mm-hmm. And so we want to make that practical for you to just be able to think through when did God's image show up in me? Mm-hmm. You know what? And so just some questions for you to consider. When did you connect well with one of your kiddos? Even if the, a lot of the day was really rough, what was that one moment of good yeah. connection? Or maybe there was a moment where you could have just lost it with your kids and you calmed down. How did you do that? Exactly what yeah. was your thought process that empowered you to do that? Yeah, we love to invite parents in crises of all kinds to consider that it's almost never as bad as it could be and that there's a distance between as bad as it could be and what it is and that that distance exists because of some things that you're doing well, some things that you're doing in faith, some things that you're doing to bring God's grace, to bring God's truth to yourself, to your kids, to those around you. And there's a story that we'd like to share with you just briefly today of a mom who who started to work on this. Uh, and why don't you tell the story, Lynn, because you've been working with this mom we'll call Abby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she emailed us and said, now, let me just tell you on day one, 
oh wow, that day was hard. I'm an extreme extrovert. I gotta see my people. And then there was the fear, fear of the unknown, fear of the virus, not being able to know the plan to execute our daily routine. That first day, there were tears and screaming. The anxiety, not just mine, but my kids, was thick and oppressive. But I had a change of mindset over the next two to three days. I realized that everyone else was having a similar experience. We're all in this together. Mm -hmm. And it was out of my control. Everything that was the most important to me was all under one roof. So it turns out I did have my people and I still had <laughs> I a Jesus that. who knew who I knew was walking alongside me in all of this. And I had the framework that connected families had given me. I struggled at first to stay calm. That's that foundation piece. Um, but I read Jim's post where he said, whenever I feel anxious, I literally tell myself, Jim, this isn't helping. You can't solve it, but you can breathe deep and remember that Jesus promised to never leave you or forsake you. I love how you become me. <laughs> <laughs> deep breath. That's it. Do it again, Jim says to himself. So she did that. And then she continues. Uh, and then almost even without trying, we were connecting more. Movie marathons, sibling sleepovers, sports and art mm. projects that stayed spread out for days. A dozen yes moments where normally there would be, no, we don't have time for that, or not today, or let's save that for the weekend, but with no real intention to follow through. There suddenly was time for anything. Hmm. So she says, through the good and the difficult, I've slowed down. I've listened. I go back after every mishap and do over and bad day. I've made a commitment to myself to choose grace and to choose to be present for it all. Hmm. What a beautiful story, really, of a big shift that this mom, Abby, made in, in her expectations, in her willingness to allow God's presence to be real in the midst of chaos, in the midst of mess, in the midst of, of, of a, what could have been a lot of no's, finding some big yeses. And that's our invitation to you today is to start where you're at, recognize there are times when you've been the parent you want to be, even if there haven't been very many mm -hmm. of them. You've been the parent you want to be. What did you do? How did you do it? And what might you do to be intentional to do that some more? You're going to get a lot of advice from a lot of people about doing things that maybe you've never done before. And there might be some good ideas there. But what we'd like to suggest is that you start with what you already know how to do and then position it in new ways a little bit more each day as you bring God's grace, God's truth, God's presence uh, into your home, real for you, real for your kids, real for your family. Uh, and if you've got a bright spot that you'd like to share with us, uh, we'd love you to hit reply to the email or go to our website uh, and, and just share a story of how you have found God's grace and God's truth in the middle of all of this and in a powerful or unique way. Blessings mm -hmm. on you. Yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you say a prayer? Okay. Lord, I do ask you to fill parents with an ability to see the bright spots, to be able to see past the difficulties and the failures mm -hmm. and the discouragement, um, and with your grace, illuminate those bright spots that they could then just rejoice. Yes, yeah. you are at work. You did this little thing right in our midst. Um, so we just bless them in that today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, and we'll uh, see you next time we do this. <laughs>